so I thought I was making a decision to like you know commit commercial suicide as my boss had said and yet what I stepped into was a totally different world from what people had portrayed to me actually I was so much more able I was so much more switched on I did way more deals grew my business you know every area of life improved If you haven't hit subscribe yet, then hit that button so you don't miss another episode. Just before we get started with today's interview, I just want to quickly mention one thing that Jen and I do every day. We were so lucky to come across this brand listening to podcasts just like this. And we are so proud to be sponsored by Athletic Greens. Athletic Greens is literally one scoop of this all-round nutritional insurance, which is made up of no less than 75 vitamins, minerals, and whole food source ingredients, including a multivitamin, multimineral, probiotic, green superfoods, scientifically researched and blended together to support and improve energy recovery, immunity, and digestion. It's so easy. You just get down in the morning, plop open that glass, pour in your athletic greens, and pow! You are doing what you need in one scoop. If you want to join us, simply visit athleticgreens.com forward slash O-Y-N-B and join the health experts, athletes, and health-conscious go-getters around the world who are making a daily commitment to their health every day. Again, simply visit athleticgreens.com forward slash O-Y-N-B. Now, don't forget the forward slash O-Y-N-B because this will entitle you to the special deal Athletic Greens have given out to our listeners. A year's supply of vitamin D and five free travel packs will take with you on the go. Once again, athleticgreens.com. Don't forget, O-Y-N-B. Now let's get started with the podcast. Welcome to another lovely jubbly lovely jubbly episode of the One Year No Beer podcast. My name is Ruri Fairbairns and I am CEO and co-founder of One Year No Beer. Today it is just me and it is a shorter podcast. I'm going to be talking about cycling. Yes, a subject that I really love. Um, <laughs> do you know, it actually weaves itself into the whole journey, as it would. Uh, so it's not just a pointless podcast that you're not going to get anything from. Hopefully from this, whether you're into cycling or not, or what your exercise routine is, or what you choose to swap your alcohol for when it comes to exercise, whatever it is for you, it doesn't matter. Hopefully you get something from this podcast because really that exercise is so key. You know, we're like little dopamine hungry monsters especially if you've removed alcohol. And for years and years and years, we've conditioned our brain that we get dopamine from drinking alcohol. And when you stop doing that, 
for a bit. You look for a replacement. This is why so many people go out hunting sugar and find that they get a sugar addiction. And one surefire way to help with that or to counteract it is to have a really good exercise routine. First thing in the morning is ideal. That sets you up for the rest of the day. We know that. We know that by doing a, an intensive piece of exercise, so this is getting your heart rate up. It's not just light exercise. We need to get that heart rate up. Sets you up for a good night's sleep. It really kickstarts your metabolism throughout the day. You're burning more calories. You are, I heard this perfect little um, example of what exercise is, actually from a professor at Stanford University. And she said, it's like a bubble bath for your brain, right? It, the, the chemicals that are released by exercising are like a bubble bath for your brain. Now, the thing is, we all go and we have a shower in the morning. You have to, because otherwise you stink. And then when you stink, people tell you you stink or it's just disgusting. You're like, oh my God, you smell. That's really horrible. You need to go and have a shower. Something my wife says to me quite often, if I'm honest. <laughs> but, but we don't do that psychologically. We don't go and give our brain the shower it needs, right? Sometimes. And guess what happens if you don't go and have your brain bubble bath? Your brain stinks. Your mental health stinks. Your attitude stinks. You're more grumpy, more anxious, more likely to be depressed. I mean, there's so many factors. So exercise is the bubble bath for your brain. That's why we all need to be doing it and regularly. So, um, and getting that heart rate up earlier in the morning is absolutely key for recovery and um, stress recovery and all of these wonderful things. So I'm jumping about here a bit, but when I first stopped drinking, and at the time, I was an oil broker in London. It was pretty much unheard of to be not drinking in that industry. My boss told me I was committing commercial suicide. That's just enormous peer pressure. And honestly, when I made the decision, I thought I was stepping away from my dream, which at the time had been to be the number one oil broker. When in reality, when I stepped away, you know, so I thought I was making a decision to like, you know, commit commercial suicide, as my boss had said. And yet, what I stepped into was a totally different world from what people had portrayed to me. Actually, I was so much more able. I was so much more switched on. I did way more deals, um, grew my business. You know, every area of life improved. But in particularly business, I was just much sharper, much clearer. I say this to the entrepreneurs I coach in our um, Complete Control Coaching Program. They say, you know, it's not just the increase in it energy. It's not just the increasement in productivity, right? It's not just the increase in clarity and things like that that are the big um, the big shifters in business when you remove alcohol or when you certainly change your relationship with it. The big bit is actually more in touch with your intuition, right? So you make better decisions. You make better intuitive almost guided decisions. And and that can mean polar opposites in business, right? You make a poor decision in haste, tired, sleep deprived, fueled by caffeine and hungover, right? That decision six months later could be cataclysmic for your business. The wrong person hired, the wrong people in, the wrong business idea to rush at, 
versus feeling out and really being able to feel out how you how you feel about a decision and getting in touch with that authentic self that intuition deep inside you and being able to be like hang on a minute i don't think that's right i think we should go this way that is transformational in business um so uh when i went winding back to when i changed this in in the in, i was in the oil industry the big thing i had was first of all i i, I started off doing like stealth drinking you know pretending not to drink sorry pretending to drink but actually not drinking um, and that's a whole nother kettle of fish having to um you know tip barmen and restaurant owners and things like that and making sure that they serve me alcohol-free drinks mostly successful sometimes not sometimes a big failure but i just knew i couldn't afford to be seen as not drinking with some of those people again i was talking about this on our coaching program the other night that okay this might sound ridiculous like why would you need to pretend to be drinking and great if you don't live in that world where the peer pressure is so great that you would need to 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 lie um, about the fact that you're not drinking, then well done, great for you. But I did live in that world. There's nothing you can tell me that would say that some of those people wouldn't have done business with me if I wasn't drinking, because that's actually the truth out there. They might You might convince them over time that you didn't need to drink, or you might be able to show them in a different way, which we'll come on to shortly, but there are people out there who just behave like that. And I'm sorry, I'm not going to go on this podcast and say that doesn't exist because it absolutely does. And it's one of the biggest traps for entrepreneurs, for, for people, you know, if you're in sales and things like that, they think they need to drink in order to win that business. Now, I promise you 99.9% of that is actually just constructs in your head and that when you get it round the right way, and you find a different way to work that customer or work that piece of business or deal with that person, you can overcome it. You can, right? I'm just putting that out there. How did I overcome it? So then this is leading us beautifully back to cycling, I promise. But I found that instead of going for 10-hour lunches, which is what they used to be many occasions, start at midday, you know, into the small hours, um, well, that would be more than 10 hours. I know my maths is really poor since I left the oil industry. <laughs> Did you know that we offer loads more support? Yes, I'm talking about time with coaches, Zooms, meeting other people, locking eye to eye, meeting awesome OIMBers who are on the same inspiring journey as you. All of those things are available in AFM. We created AFM as a close, small community that is really there to help people master changing the relationship with alcohol. So if you're looking for a little bit more support, you want to meet more OYMBers, or you just want to take your alcohol-free journey to the next level, then check out oneyearnobeer.com forward slash AFM. And if you put in the discount code PODCAST10, capital letters, PODCAST10, we'll get you 10% discount off joining AFM. What I did instead of doing those lunches was I did things like cycling trips. And funnily enough, I did cycling trips in Mallorca. And the thing was, the reality is, it was actually cheaper for me to go and take people on a cycling trip in Mallorca than it would be to go and wine and dine them for three or four months, right? And more importantly, the camaraderie that you got from talking to customers in the run-up to it, you know, people getting training. I used to have these spin and steak nights 
in preparation. So I'd take some customers out, we'd go to a spin class in London, and then we'd go and have a steak somewhere. And the thing is, after they've released all that dopamine with having a steak with you, then they just don't want to drink as much. You know, sure, some of the guys would have a glass of wine with their meal, but it was never this what it used to be like, just absolute power drinking at lunch. And what I found was that by releasing this dopamine together, right, so sweating, going up a hill, and more importantly, you know, coming to somewhere like Mallorca and spending that quality time with people, and then when you're going up a hill and you're just grinding away up a hill and talking and connecting on so much a deeper level than the the real false level that is getting people smashed up in a restaurant, um, that transformed my relationships with those customers. It built much more meaningful relationships. And of course, that meant that my business was exponential. So did business take a hit in the short term? Yeah, maybe. Some people didn't want to be entertained by a broker who doesn't drink. They just didn't fancy going to lunch. I didn't particularly fancy going out for big boozy lunches when I wasn't drinking, so I tried to avoid them. But in the long run, yeah, it was exponential. I was much more switched on, and I was building deeper relationships with people by changing how I entertained with them. So I don't know if any of that is helpful to you if you work in an industry where um, alcohol is prevalent and how you can adapt that for yourself. But I would say that, and this is the journey we are on, so much of it is in our heads, this this construct of how pertinent alcohol is in our lives and to do business and be successful. And that actually when you're brave enough to take the step and then really look at and think, well, how can I bring more value to my customer? How can I spend more time with them? You know, a lot of this client entertainment now is getting crunched down on. It's not the same industry it was when I was a wee nipper. Um, and um, lots of things have changed there. Of course, it still goes on in, in many parts of the world. So I'm sure some people will re resonate with what I've said. So um, that kind of took my cycling journey on. I'd always cycled and I loved, uh, you know, mountain biking mostly when I was younger. Um, and then I became a bit of a mammal um, later on in life. <laughs> Middle-aged man in Lycra, apparently. A mammal. There you go. Um, and yeah, so that's why we knew I kind of been out here to Mallorca many times. And then when lockdown and things like that happened, Jen and I, the family, just made the decision to come out here and live in Mallorca, which has been absolutely amazing. It's just one of the most incredible places in the world. Um, it's a very spiritual, very healing focused um, island. Well, of course, you can find out whatever you want here. I mean, we live five minutes away from Magaluf. Not that I ever go there, um, but uh, pass it by. Um, so I'm sure you can find whatever you like uh, in Mallorca. But the Mallorca that I know and that I see is one of really, yeah, healing. It's a very healing place. And there is nothing quite like the scenery. You know, it is absolutely beautiful island, especially up in the mountains, um, and, um, you know, cruising around there. It's just stunning. And I'm in the fortunate position that I get to ride those mountains. Uh, one of the things last year, I decided to try and enter this local race here called the Mallorca 312. And um, there was quite a lot of build up to that. And of course, if I'm going to go and book something in, you know, from the one year no beer program, 
the first thing we get you to do is to book into a challenge, right? A physical challenge. And the reason why we do that is because we're, you're far more likely to stick to your exercise routine if you have a challenge booked in there, keeping you accountable. The time's running out. You've got to keep going. So I know I've got to live by that myself. So if I wanted to get on top of my exercise routine, I found Mallorca 312, booked in to do the, the 2225, the middle one. One second. And... Um, <clears throat> hired a coach um, actually sorry the first time I didn't that's an absolute lie I just thought I was going to go and hit it and I tried um, I did have terrible wisdom tooth problems in three weeks twice into A&E it's awful oh my god and I was on all of these drugs the most high highest opioid painkillers it was really horrendous and then a week later you know, I had the um, uh, the 312. So I never made the 225. I did the 167, 167 kilometers. Um, and I only, only just scraped it through then. It was a miracle I got to the end. I was like, right, I'm not leaving this per chance. I'm going to go and get a coach. I just think coaching is the most important thing, right? Anytime you're trying to achieve something, you don't know how to do it, hire a coach, you'll get there 10 times quicker. It's just, that's the fact now, right? And so um, I found this amazing cycling coach, Simon from Crank Cycles. Big shout out to Simon. Um, and he immediately was like, oh my God, you're doing it all wrong, of course. Uh, you're doing it all wrong. You're going out like the clappers. No wonder you're crashing. You've got to be in zone two. What's that? You know, um, what's zone two? And he was like, well, let's get a power meter on your bike and let's get a heart rate monitor and let's work all this stuff out. And he had me cycling around pretty much reading a newspaper. Not quite but it's just below the sweat level zone too, right? You can, and he's like, if you're gonna go and do 312, which is 312 kilometers, that's like 13 hours. Well, for me, it was 11 hours 40 of riding. Um, you know, whatever, 12 hours of riding, you are going to need to stay in zone two as much as possible. Because when you get up into those higher zones, they deplete much quicker. Your glycogen resources um, are deplete and then you crash. Um, and so this is why, uh, he was like, in zone two, you can just stay there all day. So with his coaching, I've just managed to totally transform my cycling. In fact, I was like, okay, I want to, before I go into the 312, I want to know categorically that I can do it. So I set myself the goal of two weeks prior cycling 300 kilometers on my own. Now, I don't know if you know the difference between cycling on your own and cycling in a peloton, but it's massive. In fact, they published some research recently that show that in a five deep peloton, you're getting about 90% energy saving, right? Well, it's a very, very deep peloton and unrealistic in the world out there, but even a 30% saving is huge. So I didn't have a peloton to, to catch on to here. It was a windy day and I went out and did 300 kilometers on my own. That was tough, but... I knew then that there was no reason I couldn't complete it. So it was like, okay, I know I can get through this. Um, and um, anyway, did the 312, absolutely loved it. I will definitely be doing again next year. If you wanna join me in the 312, I will definitely be doing it. Um, it's just a wonderful, wonderful race. Um, I think there was something like 6,000, I can't remember, 6,000 riders going around all the island, all the roads closed, some of the most beautiful roads in the world. I don't know if you know this, but in Mallorca, this is like the training place for cyclists. It is a cycling mecca. You know, the Sky Team is out here. World Championship um, Sky, uh, World Championship um, uh, cycling teams come out here to train because the roads are so good. The weather is always dry, you know, all of that good stuff. So this is leading me very firmly onto the fact that I've been meaning to for such a long time 
get some of you out here to come and join me cycling. Now, I'm not all I'm not talking about cycling 300 kilometers. I just want to hang out with some of you and pedal up hills and chat and talk about one year no beer and our journeys and how awesome life is alcohol free and um, spend a bit of t- time together. Um, and so I put together a little cycling trip, uh, which hopefully you've seen some emails about. If you haven't, shoot us an email, info at oneyearnobeer.com. Um, kind of informal, right? We're going to go and stay at a great hotel, Son Caliu, four-star hotel. Uh, we're going to be there for four nights. Um, well, you will be. I live around the corner um, and um, have a family to to, to negotiate. <laughs> but um, I will be riding. I'll ride with the beginners group. So beginners group's going to do like... 40 to 60 kilometers in a day, right? Say 500 meters to one and a half kilometer of climb. That's the sort of beginner group. So this is not like, oh, I've never ridden a bike before. No, this is not the right program, not the right thing for you. But if you've just done a little bit of cycling before and you know you want an excuse to maybe up it an, a bit, because now is a great time. We're in July, this is in October. What a great time for you to start getting dusting off the bike and getting some miles in as an incentive to come and join us in October for a few days. Um, So beginner will be 40 to 60. Um, Intermediate will be 60 to 100 kilometers in a day, doing like one and a half to two and a half climb. And then pro is 100 kilometers plus a day with like two and a half plus climb. Um, We might even try and get you to do um, even more of that. We'll see. We don't want to kill everyone. It's just going to be enjoyable. We'll try and take in Sacalobra, which is a very, very, very famous climb from sea level pretty much up to the one of the highest peaks. And then we'll, you know, hang out at the hotel a bit. We'll do be, try and join each other for lunch if we can, if the routes permit for all three groups to kind of meet at lunch. Um, and if not, then we, you know, catch up with everyone again in the evening. It's a spa hotel, so you just get to chill out in the spa afterwards. Lots of connection, lots of meeting other OAMB members. Um, it's going to be an amazing trip. I'm super, super, super excited for it. So if that sounds exciting and um, you're up for it or you want to know a bit more information, just shoot us an email, info at oneyearnobeer.com, subject cycling, and we'll send you over the lovely looking brochure uh, so it can get go into a bit more detail about what is going on. I've pretty much given you most of the details here. And um, we are capping this at 30. Um, So far, we're up to 15 gone. So we are halfway there. And um, hopefully we'll have a nice, you know, nice group of people all together, um, or certainly all together in the evenings (laughs) as we do our different cycling. But yeah, I think it's going to be an amazing trip, an amazing experience, and great to connect with people. So any questions, ping us over an email, and hopefully... I will see you on our first ever Mallorca cycling trip in October. Well, that's all I popped in to say today. I do hope that other than just hearing about the cycling trip, you got some value about exercise, about how important it is, that bubble bath for the brain, and booking into something that scares you, because those are the things you need to do to make sure that you exercise and live a good life. Exercise is so key. If you're not exercising, then hopefully you can use this as your springboard to book into some kind of challenge that you love if it's not cycling maybe it's running if it's not running is it paddleboarding if it's not paddleboarding is it tennis or hockey or i don't know whatever the challenge is for you hiking three peaks you name it get out there book into something that makes you feel uncomfortable something scary and it will help you stick to your exercise routine as always hope you're doing well and keep going this is an amazing journey enjoy it 
Thanks for tuning in to this episode of the One Year No Beer podcast, where our mission is to share and tell the stories of the everyday heroes who are taking the steps to make a meaningful impact by changing their relationship with alcohol. If you want to join our community and find out more about the variety of benefits that you can enjoy by becoming part of our 80,000 plus members within our alcohol-free movement, then click the link in the show notes below.